Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello there. Welcome today to our episode of Your Ultimate Life. And yesterday we talked about volunteering, volunteering, excuse me, and how that plays a role in fulfillment in our lives because uh, today's episode 671, and I, I'm on a roll a little bit, I guess, about what else we do. There's so much out there about money earning things and everything else. But when you when you look at the world around us, there's so much opportunity to be something more. And I have discovered, you know, late in life, I'm 66, but I've discovered that the real value that I feel in my heart is from service and love. And so when I talk about the ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts, it has become increasingly clear to me that that's a lot more centered around love and service than it is around having things and making money. <clears throat> I wish I'd known that earlier in my life. I, I, I did know it. I'd heard of it and thought about it, but I didn't experience it deeply like I do now. I find that the more I love and serve, the happier I am, the more fun I have, and also my business does better too. But my life seems more holistic. And so when you think about purpose, prosperity, and joy... Um, and every time I say that, it's fun because my wife's name, of course, is Joy, and I love that. I, I really do. I love it, the fact that every time I'm with her, I have joy. I'm with joy. I live in joy, walk beside joy. But anyway, I've discovered that there's a lot more joy in serving and loving than I ever found or experienced in having things, making money, and so forth. And I say that not because there's anything wrong with that stuff. Of course there's not. But there's just so much emphasis on it that is not true, not helpful, not good, and we end up worshiping the religion of money instead of God and serving each other. I've had the opportunity over the last couple of days <clears throat> to be a guest on a couple of different podcasts that have really brought that to heart. I was with a, a woman last night, late last night, in Japan, and I think it was late last night because of where she is in the time zone. It would have been early morning for her the next day, I think. But anyway, we were just talking about upbringing experiences and how struggles and trauma and a lot of domestic violence in her case, you know, shades us, it colors us and makes us draw inside. And that's obvious and natural, but there's a healing. There's a healing available, and 
the healing is connected to our spirit and the purpose of life. The thing that is true in us about where we came from and the, our divinity, and it's so much more expansive. And I love that. I, and I experience the truth of it. I'm not talking about it from a conceptual point of view or the idea, well, it's a good idea, you know, hmm. But my experience teaches me that and teaches me that every day. Today, I wanted to talk about finding a cause, which is different than uh, yesterday. It was volunteering. Volunteering opportunities are all over the place, right? Tonight, uh, I'm recording this on a Thursday. Tonight, I have the opportunity to go to our church. I've been invited to participate in the youth program with the young men. And so tonight, all the young men in our congregation are going to the River Valley, which is near the church building, and they're gonna we're gonna work on learning some outdoor fire skills. And there's an area to do that and you know, teach them how to build a fire and all that sort of stuff. You know, that kind of thing is a useful skill. And so there's an opportunity to volunteer. I'm gonna go do that tonight. And that's a fun thing. And I've done some other I mentioned one the other day about of you know the music that I'm doing. A cause is like bigger, right, than a single volunteering opportunity. Some people have stated public causes, like uh, Elon Musk, uh, according to the news right now, is buying Twitter, that large social media platform, and there's a lot of noise about that because up to now, the social media platforms have been very, very far to the left in terms of political ideology, banning things that were on the other end of the spectrum and severely curtailing speech, making up reasons. And some of it was good, you know, to do because some hate speech was extreme and all that stuff. So I'm not getting into a political debate, but it was really obvious that they were in their political ideology in one particular place, way to the left end of the spectrum. And that's a, it's a private company, so they're free to do whatever. His vow is to, you know, bring it to where it's balanced. And, you know, a lot of noise about that in the media. And I saw an article this morning. Oh, he's trying to buy Twitter. And I think the last number I heard was $44 billion. And someone as wealthy as Elon Musk has that money. But the question in the article was, was it worth it or will it be worth it? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But for him, that balanced social media is a cause that he is endorsing. He's created the cause with SpaceX and with electric cars. And he's a moving force in greening you know, handling you know, green, lowering emissions and doing kinds of things that are really important in our world. So for him, that is appears to be a cause. There's other philanthropists, Bill and Melinda Gates, uh, endorse certain causes and do certain things. And those are the ones that are really visible in a big way. You or I may never have the opportunity to give a billion dollars or a hundred million dollars to a particular cause. I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't. I've never been able to do that. I've made a lot of money, but not so I could give away $100 million. And that'll probably, I don't know, maybe it will happen. I'd love it to happen, and I'd love to be able to give $100 million to help and to serve. I really would. That would be fun. So what is your cause? Do you have a cause? And that, you know, do you have a single thing that's really draws into your heart that is just something you want to move forward. I, like my wife, Joy, she loves animals. She's had kitty cats all of her life, and she has a raging passion around, you know, animal rescue and, 
all of the things that have to do with kitty cats. She loves that. I love that about her. She's tender and kind and bugs me the socks off me sometimes. Or used to, doesn't anymore. And uh, cats all over the bed and everything. And so, you know, I've had to make some adaptations to learn to live with different things. And it's okay. But her cause, one of her causes is animal kindness, animal rescue. Right now, she has adopted a new cause, and that is in the midst of this terrifying uh, war in Europe. So we're going to have some refugees here living with us in a couple of weeks. And before that, she's made a crusade around the house to find everything, kitchenware and clothing and all kinds of stuff that we have extra and giving it all away. And I love it. And I love her for that. I have a cause. My cause is forgiveness. I finished that book in December, and it'll be out in a week or so. And one of the podcasts I was on yesterday was an hour conversation about forgiveness, the power it has, how it's a gift you give yourself and everything else. And so right now I have a cause. And the cause is to help people understand forgiveness and how liberating, how joyful, how powerful it is. It's not a word, just a word. It's not, oh, let's pretend that didn't happen. It's not ignoring the consequences. Maybe you're left with permanent damage from something that happened to you or someone did to you. Or maybe someone is left from with permanent damage from something you did. Forgiveness is not only possible but desirable, joyful. And I've told the story about the puppy, the dog we had many times who had a limp because of an accident when he was a four or five month old puppy and it had the limp all of his life, even though we, you know, surgery and everything we could do. And the dog didn't let that limp get in the way of enjoying life and making the most out of every opportunity and certainly held no grudge. Why can't we do that? So my cause right now for this year and maybe beyond, is forgiveness. That came to me because of my own experience. I needed to extend forgiveness. I needed to seek forgiveness. And I needed to forgive myself. That was the biggest struggle for me, as it is for many, because I lived in self-loathing, thinking all the things I had done were never able to be repaired. You know what? It is up to someone else whether or not they want to create or have a relationship with you if you've done something to harm them. But that doesn't prevent you from forgiving yourself and ending the baggage. Ending the baggage. Because if you hurt someone and they choose never to have a relationship with you, that may be sad. But if you allow that to dampen your divine skills, if you allow it to turn down your light every day or real often, then you are not living into your divine gifts, and neither was I. So forgiving myself, even though I'd made amends and people not accepting, not wanting, blah, 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 I would love it. And I am actually quite confident that the time will come when those relationships will repair and love will reign. I know that. I know it like I breathe. But in between, if I wait and I don't forgive myself— and again, that's not pretending it away or anything, but it is if I carry that baggage, that big rock, that heaviness, that sadness for a long time, then I can't, I can't 
uh, give light and love. I can't be the coach I could be. So I want you to think about a cause. Now, <clears throat> a lot of people are going to say, I don't have time. I don't have any money to support you. I don't know. Da, 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 da. And that's all excuses. It's nonsense. Straight up. You can have a cause and support it to the extent you can. And it will do your soul good. It will create a sense of happiness and purpose and belonging and doing inside of you. And there's so many opportunities. I mean, you see them on TV all the time. There's veterans and animals and people with this condition and that condition and little children in this hospital and that hospital. And now we have this horrifying conflict in Europe. And, you know, they're just everywhere. And those are big national or international ones that you see advertised on TV and the cute little kid with the blanket from I forgot what hospital. There's causes everywhere. Uh, water, reading, uh, you know, all of those kinds of things are worthy, worthy causes. And sometimes because there's so many, it's tempting to say, oh, I don't know, I don't have time. Or it's tempting to say, I'm too busy worrying about myself. You know what? That is a shriveled up, useless point of view. I'm so wrapped up in my own self. I can't have time to breathe love and blessing to support with a few dollars or a few hours some cause. That's just not true. Now, I'm not saying there aren't times in your life for a momentary period where, you know, you're under a crushing burden. I get that. But for the most part, we have time. Even when we're struggling, I remember this story I heard at a, a religious conference once, and they were talking about, a, this guy was talking about his mom during the Great Depression in the United States in the 30s. And he said, even in the midst of their own poverty, she still went around the neighborhood and helped people and was the gathering place for leftovers and used clothing and cloth and everything else, even in the midst of their own poverty. Why would she do that? Why would any of us do it? It's how we're built. You're a divine being. We're built to love and serve each other. So find a cause. Because if you want to create that ultimate life, that life where you just love getting up every day, it includes service. And fa in fact, service is a big measure of it. Service finds its way into your business. It finds its way into every relationship. It finds its way into every conversation. Every single podcast I host on or guest on, I always tell the host I love them. I love them for the work they're doing because podcast is a labor of love. I know it because I'm doing one. This right, episode 671. And I just thank them for the effort, love, kindness that they're pouring into their their energy and their passion and all that stuff because that's what they're doing. They're doing it to serve. Podcasts is not a way to make money, and it's not a way to find clients very often, for the most part. I mean, there's ways you can monetize it and all the rest, but it's mostly a labor of love. So spreading messages of health, of love, recovery, opportunity, possibility, divinity, service, forgiveness for me. What is yours? Name it. Own it. Claim it. Find time in your calendar. Put it in in a special color. Every time you're working on your cause, put it in there in, your, in that color. I do that and I love it. And you know what? It rounds out your life. It makes you more whole. It makes you more complete. It puts you in touch with your divinity. It helps you create more love. You're a, you become more of a beacon of light, a vessel of love. It surrounds you and it fills you. We're built to do it. So today is all about inviting you to find, identify, and create a little time 
for your cause on your way to creating your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet